to another episode of the Favorite and Fabulous Podcast. Happy Wednesday! Well, I, I probably should say Happy Thursday because I'm sure that by the time I record this and upload it, it will be good and well into Thursday morning past midnight. Um, I just want to say I'm so grateful that God gave me a message to share with y'all today, um, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day this is. Um, and I was already grateful, even if he didn't, um, just because I'm learning to be more yielded and more submitted just to him speaking to me. And if he doesn't give me something to share, then he's teaching me to be okay with that. Um, I lost my oldest brother on, well, I found out Friday morning. And so I've been on bereavement leave from work this week. And um, today was my last day. And I've just been able to rest, just be at the house um, having some meaningful conversations with the people closest to me and just doing a, a lot of reflecting and, and just the season that I'm in right now, I'm, I'm learning to embrace all that God has done or led me to do and is doing in um, Favorite and Fabulous or is leading me to do with Favorite and Fabulous. But I'm also embracing all that he isn't doing or all that he isn't leading me to do. And, and there's just this beautiful pull and push happening with God just guiding me along this journey. Um, and it's so much that he's doing in my personal life that I, I can't quite share yet because um, he hasn't told me to. Um, and some of it's still happening, so I don't really know <laughs> what the end of it looks like just yet. But and, and all these things are not like super good, but they're building my testimony. And so I'm thankful that he's taking me through what he's taking me through, but also um that he's going to lead me to share it confidently one day, all for his glory. So I'm just grateful for where I am right now, to say the least. And excuse my little voice. I don't know what's going on with it. As soon as I hit record, I just kind of got a little stuffy. Um, so <clears throat> anyways, find that in the name of Jesus, because we good and we healed, okay? Um, <laughs> but like I said, I've been at home the last few days and um, on Sunday, I had a thought about the wall of women that I have in in my home. Well, I'll say had now. And um, a thought crossed my mind to take them down. And I was like, um, I don't know about that. And so <laughs> get to Tuesday night and I was talking on the phone to my mentor, Faith Cawthon Green, um, which I love Faith. And so I was talking to Faith and it was a very short conversation just about some other things. But lo and behold, one of my frames falls off the wall and it breaks, uh, well, shatters. Um, and so I, I was like, oh, wow, you know, one of my frames just fell down. And so I, I went and she said, "Who who's on the, the picture on the frame? And I said, I, I believe this is Billie Holiday. And so I flipped it over just to clarify that that's who, who it was, whose photo I was looking at. Um, and she said, okay. Um, I need you to ask God what that means, what this means. And I said, okay, cool. So I get off the phone with her. I asked God to show me what it meant to have um, a frame fall off my wall. And I mean, there was nothing that any of us in the house were doing to prompt this frame to fall. Um, so yeah, I Googled Billie Holiday, what her name meant. And so Billie means 
resolute protection, which means unwavering, determined protection. And the name holiday means holy days. Um, and so what God showed me was that there, he's covering me with his resolute, his unwavering, determined protection in my life. And it was such a comfort for the, the things that I've been experiencing here lately. Um, but also just a reminder of how careful he is with me and how um, he just reminds me of his presence on a very consistent basis. And I'm grateful for that. Um, and it just, it's just like I said, just a reminder for the season I'm in right now. But I just knew that there was more to it than that. So I asked God, you know, to reveal what else he wanted me to know about that falling off my wall. And it. He just placed it on my heart, um, the, well, my mind, I guess, the memory of Sunday when that thought had come about taking the women down. And so I was like, oh, you want me to take this wall down? <laughs> so without delay, this morning I was up and at it. Okay, God led me to take all the women down. And as I did, y'all, he revealed so many truths to me about this wall. So I'm going to share that with y'all today and and. Bear with me. I'm going to try not to be too long-winded. But in 2014, I was in undergrad, and the guy that I was dating at the time, I found out that he was cheating on me. And, and I've been very, and I still am very transparent about the, the relationship and how toxic it was. And I'm thankful that God brought me out of it, okay, healed me from it. Um, but that was the first serious relationship I've ever had, and so there was a lot of... Um, things that I experienced that I probably shouldn't have had I been wiser or had I um, really known what it meant to be loved by a person, but also known my own worth and what I should take and what I shouldn't take. And so this ain't an episode to talk about that. We can talk about that another day. I'm just thankful that God brought me out of that. And this is also not to bash the young man I was dating because I'm sure God got to take him through his own his own. Um, healing process and we've talked um a couple years ago just about it and how um neither of us were really in a place where we needed to have been in a relationship period and we've forgiven each other well more so me forgiving him and and moved on from that but it's still part of my testimony so I shared unashamed and again I was just in a in a place in my life where that was my example of what love was and so he cheated on me, and, and when he did, I remember throwing away all of my bedding. Like, I just felt like my bed was defiled, and I keep hearing that phrase. Uh, I kept hearing that phrase in the last couple of days, so it's very fresh on my mind. <laughs> First of all, how our bed was defiled, the things we was doing in that bed, we shouldn't have been doing because we was not married. Okay, let me just throw that out there. <laughs> but um, I just felt so violated, y'all. I just remember being so violated that I threw away all, I threw away the pillows, I threw away the blankets, I threw away everything in my bed. And I went to the store and I bought new bedding and it was like a, um, a rebirth for me. Like, you ain't gonna sleep in this bed. Um, <laughs> he had no business in my bed anyway. But um, the new bedding didn't wasn't gonna match my um, decor in my room. And I, I'm really big on like my decoration, okay? So um, I had this creative idea to form a collage wall that I had seen, I think on Pinterest. And I was like, what if I put women who inspire me in the 
in the collage wall instead of like family members and stuff. And so that's what I did. And so I started that wall in 2014. And since then, it's grown. And many of the women who have been on my wall or who were still on the wall, even to present day, were women that I probably already unfollowed on social media or didn't follow anyway. But some of them I unfollowed because of um, just the the things that they would say or post I didn't personally agree with. And so I have the right to unfollow them. And that's not in a judgmental way. But like, no, sis, if I'm not backing, you know, if I don't support or I don't, um, I don't, or if your lifestyle may be influencing me in a way that was negative, I, I can't follow that. I have to protect my eye gates. And so again, it's not judgmental. Do what you do, watch my shoes, but I don't have to follow it. So many of them, like I said, I already unfollowed or um, didn't follow anyway, or just didn't keep up with their lives in the season that I'm in now. But when I put them on my wall, I was in a very different season. And so um, what God was just showing me today was the broken state that I was in when I created that wall. And, and of course, all this is happening. All this is being revealed to me as I'm taking the wall down. So at that time in my life, almost seven years ago, I needed somebody to look up to. And I admired the women on my wall for their earthly success. And are you talking 21 years old? I probably was at the time 20. I think I was 20, actually. I was 20. And so now I'm 27. The maturity that I have at 27, I didn't have at 20. So me looking to these women as a um, a form of inspiration for their earthly success at 27 and, and with the relationship with God that I have now, like I don't um, look at earthly success or weigh earthly success as really having anything to do with the success that I want to have. Like, yeah, earthly success is great, but my definition of success now, what I would deem being successful is more connected to God. It's more spiritual now. So I don't look at success the same way. And just many things God was showing me that I don't do the same way. And, and even in just having the women to look up to, as I took them down today, God was just showing me how that could could have supported idolization during different seasons of my life where I was literally looking up to these women every day. And so I say all that to say, God was just showing me today that he has given me all I need in my mentor, in my my support group, um, that I don't have to look to other women or other um, or famous people or whoever to get inspired by. God has given me inspiration in daily life. And so, like I said, I'm taking this wall down and he's just he's just dumping all this on me, revealing the why of the reasoning behind why he needed me to take the wall down. And I just give thanks to him, even in this moment, for all the truth and growth that came from my obedience and taking the wall down. But the big part of this was just recognizing that where I was is not where I am and who I was is not who I am now and what I was is not what I am now. It was just like a, a versus going on. Where I wanted to go back then versus where I'm actually going now are totally different things. And I just have to take a moment to, again, thank God for that. And I'm sure many of you can relate because, child, I was somewhere brokenhearted and desperate for love. And now I'm single um, and, and just minding my business. Okay. So I'm thankful to God for, for the seasons. And that brings me into 
today's episode. Like I said, I was I was content if God didn't give me anything to talk about today, especially as I've just been kind of wrapping up this bereavement leave. But um, he did. He gave me something about an hour ago. So here we are. But um, he brought to my mind um, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes and how Solomon, who was considered the wisest man in the Bible, uh, well, before Jesus Christ, um, wrote Ecclesiastes and he really talks about how everything means nothing without God in it. And I know we've talked about Ecclesiastes before on this podcast, but um, this is just such a timely word that God gave me um, called tis the season. It's important for us to look into what this means. And I know when we think about tis the season, our mind probably goes to Christmas. Some of you are probably over it. Like, oh no, I don't want to think about Christmas. But as for me, I love Christmas 24-7, 365, okay? And 366 on the leap years. Love, love, love Christmas. But um, what Solomon's talking about is just how everything means nothing without God. And in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 2, he even says that everything is meaningless. But today I want us to focus on chapter 3 where he talks about there being a time for everything. So I'm going to start at verse 1, um, chapter 3, verse 1, and I'm going to read verse 1 through 8. And he says, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And so, um, wow. And just even reading that again, it's, it's so amazing how God's word covers everything. Um, but also that there is nothing new under the sun. And that's a big thing that, um, Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, like there, there's nothing that we had, haven't seen on earth or that hasn't happened already. Um, but just being reminded that there's a season for everything. It is a good, um, and positive reminder because it can lift our spirits when we're in times of grief, but it can also make us more content and more humble and more grateful when we're experiencing times of joy, because we know that there is a time for joy, but there's also a time for sorrow. Like, like he said, like every positive time seems to have a, um, a not so positive time, um, that, kind of balances it out so there's like this checks and balances of time in our lives and I want to talk briefly today about um the thoughts or the ideas that we can have around just embracing um well not embracing because that's my first point but just about recognizing God's time for everything and how there is a time for everything under the sun. So the first point is embracing God's timing. And when I was talking about my mentor, um, she and I did a, a Facebook Live on New Year's Eve, and it was called Recalibrate. Um, and it was just talking about 
it was posted on her podcast and then I shared it on here too. So y'all probably already heard it, but we were talking about just Kairos time versus Kronos time. So Kairos time, meaning God's appointed timing versus Kronos time, which would be like man's time or the clock time that we, you know, look at every day. And so when embracing God's timing means understanding that his timing is perfect. One of my favorite scriptures that I'm always bringing up on here is Proverbs 19:21 that says many are the plans of a man's heart or many of the many are the plans of a man's mind but it's the Lord's will that will prevail. Um embracing God's timing is understanding that his will will prevail in his timing. And so when I look at 2014 versus 2021 like I've said before my faith wasn't then what it is now. My my mindset wasn't then what it is now and I wasn't where I am now back then I couldn't make the same kind of mature decisions that I can make now back then and I've to embrace God's will for change in my life this maturity that I've grown into um has been based on not only my physical age because age doesn't equate age doesn't equate wisdom age doesn't equate anything but just that that your your body is physically getting older um but my embracing of God's purpose for my life my submission to him has caused me to grow wiser has caused me to have more of a understanding of the things that he desires for me in life and so with being obedient being submissive to him and embracing the purpose that he has for me this maturity has come. And so he's been able, based on my action too, in this, in this exchange, he's been able to move me from a season where I had a lack of wisdom into a season where I have much wisdom. And so I say all that to say, as we embrace God's timing, we have to understand that his timing is also sometimes relative to how we respond to things. So when you hear about people um, getting a prophetic word about their future or hear about people um, saying, God told me that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, or God said to me, um, or he put it on my heart to study this or major in that or change my career. You know, he can tell you what the future holds or what plans he has for you, But your response to those things is going to dictate whether or not you're able to move into the season. So embracing his timing means being obedient, being submissive, and then trusting that when he is ready and when he deems you ready, he's going to move you into that next season. And so the second point that I have is is yielding to God's timing. And this is not only when we we wait for him and we wait for... um, what what he says to do. I know I talked about yielding last week and just taking a pause sometimes. Um, but yielding is also moving when he says move. Yielding is literally looking to him to tell you what to do. And it makes me think about when I was in elementary school and, and I lived around the block from um, my school. And so when I got to about the fourth grade, I really, really wanted to walk to school and my mom would let me. And so there was a crossing guard because it was I literally had to cross one block. Okay, so there was a crossing guard um, 
that would would be outside. Still to this day, like I literally work down the street. Um, I work down the street from where I grew up and where my elementary school is. So I see crossing guards out there and I'm reminded of this all the time, but there's a crossing guard standing out front or outside and she would stop the traffic so that I could walk, even if the lights hadn't changed. She would go in the street with her stop sign and make all the cars stop so that I could walk around the block and get to school safely. And um, on other occasions, she would tell me to stop so that the cars could go. And so she had like just absolute authority over that block, over um, whether or not the cars could go, whether or not I could go, even beyond what the traffic signal says. That kind of authority is is just a, a minor example of the authority that God has because he don't have just one block. He has the whole world, the whole universe, everything under his authority, under his control. And so when you yield to God, if you're walking, he might have you stop because the cars are coming and they don't need to hit you. They don't need to run you over or danger could be rep- representative of these cars. So he's telling you to pause and wait until he gives you the clear, until he clears out the street for you. But if we don't wait on his timing and we jump out there in a crosswalk before God has held up traffic or whatever, we might get hurt. And so it's important to yield to his timing, but also if he's told the cars to stop and he's telling you to come and you don't hop off the sidewalk and cross the street, you might miss your chance to cross the street. And so again, this yielding to God's timing is not only about waiting for him, but it's also about moving when he says to move. It's a, it's a two-way process to yielding. And so that also comes with just recognizing God's authority in time and how he can tell you to move or tell you to stop, how he can tell anything around you to move or tell it to stop. And so yielding to that just means being, of course, in position and in obedience to whatever he's telling you at whatever time. And then the third and final point for today is just soaking up the season. And I think that this is probably my favorite of the three points today, just because what I've realized from my own personal life is is just that sometimes we're in such a hurry to move on to the next season or the next thing that we miss the beauty in the current season. We miss the beauty in the now. And God really, really wants us to get what we need to get out of each and every season that we're placed into. But if we're running too far ahead, if we're rushing, then we're probably going to miss something. And so this makes me question or, or ask you all, like, what is God teaching you in the season that you're in right now? Or what areas have you grown in this season? And it's it's important that we don't rush and miss the lesson. And so God may be teaching you a lesson in being content while you're single or 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 finding wholeness or purpose or self-love and value while you're single so that you can be ready for a marriage, so that you don't go into the marriage looking for your husband to teach you your worth or to make you whole. He might be trying to teach you how to do that now while you're by yourself. But if you're in such a hurry to be out here dating and going to meet Mr. Wonderful, you might run Mr. Wonderful away because you coming in half full. Or God may have you married and be teaching you a lesson on serving your husband or serving your wife um, before y'all have some kids. Because your kids will be looking at how y'all treat each other 
And that's what they're learning. That's the example that's being set before them. So God might need y'all to get that right before you add, divide, and multiply. <laughs> um, but whatever it is, and I don't want to just use relationships as the example, but God may have you in a career where you're not making a lot of money because he wants you to learn how to manage that money. So when you climb the ladder or when he pulls you out into entrepreneurship or has you starting three or four businesses, running multiple businesses, you'll know how to manage your money and you won't go broke. Whatever the season that you're in right now, it's just so important to ask God, what is it that he wants you to learn out of it without trying to run and rush too far ahead of him? Because there is something, there is some reason that he has you right where you are. And so I encourage you to soak it up, soak that season up and have a relationship with God so you can ask him for the wisdom in this season and in every season and trust that he'll give it to you. James 1 5 tells us, you know, if if you're lacking wisdom, ask God. He is generous and he will give it to you. That's my paraphrased version of it. But God will give you wisdom. He's generous with wisdom. And so. Let us tis the season, embracing God's timing, yielding to his timing, but also soaking up whatever it is that he's teaching us in and out of every season so that we will be whole and complete like nothing. And that's one thing that James 1 says to count it all joy when you face various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith is producing steadfastness and that steadfastness is making sure that you'll be whole and complete and you won't be lacking anything. And again, that's my paraphrased version of it. But God is taking us through all of these seasons, these tests, these trials and everything. So that it's, it's producing something in us. It's producing this fullness, this wholeness, this steadfastness in us. So that when we get to being the people and, and operating in the purposes that God has for us, that we won't be lacking anything. So we have to make sure that we are allowing him to take us through these seasons, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, so that we can truly become who he wants us to become. So let us learn what we need to learn. Let us grow how we need to grow and let us be all that God has created us to be. Okay. Um, I love y'all so much. One thing I forgot to mention at the start of recording this is that we are having Bible study next week. Um, Yes, yes, yes. Favorite and Fabulous Bible Study is back. I know I have been telling y'all that we were doing the What's Love series um, today, I guess. But God has told me that that is supposed to be for Bible study next week. So we'll be talking about What's Love next week. I will be sharing a flyer tomorrow, today, whatever day, Thursday, <laughs> um, to make sure y'all know what the Zoom ID and passcode is to get in. But I just want to make sure y'all add that to y'all's calendars to 1121 at 7 p.m. Central Time. Um, and again, just thank you so much for your patience with me this week, not just because of the loss of my brother, but always um, as I yield to God and just trust him to lead this platform however he wants to. So thank y'all so much for your patience, your love, your support, your encouragement. I feel it. I see it. I know it. I know it's here. And I just praise God for these messages that he gives to me to give to y'all and to even give to myself. Okay. So don't forget prayer calls on Monday, Bible study Thursday, and follow us on social media, favorite and fabulous underscore and on Facebook at favorite and fabulous. 
And remember, you are favored by God and he made you fabulous. Peace out.